Bulimia sucks, but you don't, and here's why. The Bulimia Sucks podcast with Kate Hudson Hall will teach you how to begin breaking through the multitude of thoughts, feelings, triggers, and urges to empower yourself to change your painful behaviors completely. You will hear proven strategies and solutions to help you in your recovery, including real interviews with real people. Kate has just released a new best-selling book called Anxiety Hacks with proven techniques, tools, and tips to calm this. Check it out now on Amazon. And now... Another episode of Bulimia Sucks, the podcast. Bulimia sucks, but you don't, and here's why. The Bulimia Sucks podcast with Kate Hudson-Hall will teach you how to begin breaking through the multitude of negative thoughts, feelings, triggers, and urges to empower yourself to change your painful behaviors completely and guide you towards that happy life you might only dream of right now. Hello, and welcome to this podcast. And to Bulimia Sucks, the early days guide wins. So my name is Kate Hudson-Hall. I am today going to be talking about another technique that you can use to begin to break down your patterns of behavior. And even if you're not in recovery now, we need to begin to break down these blocks, these specific, whatever they may be for you that are stopping you from taking that first step onto your recovery path. And if you are already in recovery, fantastic. But I want to be able to help you to move forward maybe quicker. Because when I was trying to overcome my issues with bulimia, as many of you know, that I also had bulimia for 15 years, many years ago, I didn't have much help out there. And I want to be able to give you in these podcasts specific tools that are going to help you to be able to break your patterns quicker than I ever could. Hence, that's why I wrote my book, to be able to reach out further to people and to more people to be able to help them to begin to break their patterns of bulimia and break through the barriers that are stopping you from actually freeing yourself completely, which you can do because I have been free of bulimia now for 25 years. And I want you to be able to feel confident enough to take that first step to recovery. And by doing that, I want to give you the tools to be able to do it. Excellent. So now, As I said before, that I didn't have any specific help that there is available these days. There wasn't hardly any, there was hardly any knowledge out there about eating disorders, but particularly about bulimia. And it wasn't, well, until the 90s when Princess Diana stepped forward and and, and, and started talking about her bulimia that you know, that was a real eye-opener for the whole world because nobody, I don't think, really knew what it was. The majority of people didn't. Um, Prince William says of his mother, um, Princess Diana, and her struggles with bulimia, admitting that he was proud of his mum for bringing issues like hers to public attention. And he said that these things are illnesses and they need to be treated Mental health needs to be taken as seriously 
as physical health because they're not. And that is another reason why I want us to get talking about our eating disorder to be able to, you know, people need to, need to understand what it's all about, but particularly bulimia, people don't, still don't understand what it's all about. You know, they, why would you be making yourself sick? Because I remember people used to think about, you know, they didn't understand. And they, what they didn't get, even if I tried to explain to them, that it's all connected to how you're feeling and these patterns that you've got into for various different reasons. But when we think about Princess Diana, she was, you know, she was very forward in her thinking for the 80s and the 90s and always spoke very frankly about her struggles with food, which was amazing. Um, and that is what we need to do. We need to learn from Princess Diana. Now, let's say so this podcast, I want to talk about those thoughts that you may have, those negative thoughts that you have that then drive you into binging and purging. That's right. Because these darn thoughts, they just get in the way. And I remember when I was over, overcoming bulimia, I would refer to my thoughts as if it was an evil leprechaun sitting on my shoulder, holding on, gripping on tightly and whispering in my ear, evilness, telling me that, oh, I, I, I had that, that apple earlier you're completely hopeless. You're going to look fat tomorrow. Go on, go on, eat that, that, that large, last piece of cake in the fridge. And then that would set me off on a binge. And then I would end up purging because I would listen constantly to that little evil leprechaun. Um, and I don't know if you have been consciously aware of your evil leprechaun or your negative voice in your head. But now is the time that I want you to start listening to it and become aware of it. Because if you're not aware of it, you can't do anything about it. And it probably is there most of the day driving you to binge and purge. It's like a bubbling cauldron of automatic thoughts. And that's your interpretation of what's going on around you rather than the real facts. It all comes back to your interpretation of what's going on. So it depends on what your life is like. Because if you feel happy and you feel really good about yourself, then your thoughts will indicate this. And there'll be like positive thoughts and there'll be encouraging thoughts. But if you're feeling really sad, anxious, distressed, your thoughts, well, they'll, they'll show it. And they'll be like gloomy and unenthusiastic. Because we have 60,000 different thoughts that go through our minds every day. That's an unbelievable amount. And all of these thoughts, or majority of these thoughts, are then going to be linked to feelings. So we've got so much going on inside. You know, no wonder we can get muddled and confused. Um, and 
with these 60,000 different thoughts that we have every day, this was shocking when I very first heard this, for people in general, 80% of those thoughts are connected to feelings and they are negative feelings. So for somebody with an eating disorder or with bulimia, it's probably going to be higher than 80%. So if you are having, if you are having negative thoughts nearly you know, 80, 90% of the time anyway, well, you're not going to be feeling in a very good place whatsoever. So what we need to do is to start to be more aware of how you're thinking that then connects with how you're feeling. And one way that you're going to do this is by a technique called thought stopping. Um, because these, these negative thoughts that we have that flood our minds, they just tend to be very repetitive. And if they're left unchecked, they become automatic and as if they're on a never-ending cycle, a spiraling disaster. So when we use a thought-stopping technique that I'm going to teach you, you can become aware of the damaging thought chains and redirect your attention away from these harmful negative thoughts. So thought-stopping requires consistent motivation. And it doesn't work on more than one negative, stressful thought at a time. Okay, so when you're ready, I want us to begin. The very first thing that I want you to do is I want you to close your eyes and imagine a situation in which a stressful thought may happen. So I want you to think about that now. So I want you to think of a, a negative thought or a stressful thought. And then what I want you to do is I want you, so once you've got that thought, I want you just to set a timer for two minutes and then go back to that thought and close your eyes and, and just think about that, that negative thought for two minutes. And then when you hear that alarm go off, I want you to shout, stop. And then I want you to shout, get lost in whatever terminology you want to. However, strong a language you feel that you need to say. Say it in. And then if you're a very visual person, you can imagine a big stop sign coming up in front of you. So you're going to be tuning into your thought for two minutes. When your alarm goes off, then you're going to shout, stop, out loud, shout it, and then tell it to get lost. And then bring up a big stop sign in front of you, the big red stop sign there. Okay, good. So that's the very first thing that you're going to do. And then what you're going to do is you're going to do it again. But this time, what you're going to do is you're going to now set your timer for two minutes and close your eyes and ponder on the stressful thought. And when you hear the ring, shout stop and get lost. And bring up your stop sign. And then if you have a loose elastic band, rubber band on your wrist, you can snap that. Or I want you to snap your fingers. And if you too have 
an evil leprechaun gripping tightly onto your shoulder. I want you, as you shout, stop and get lost. I want you to physically swipe them away from your shoulder at the same time. And then you're going to let your mind empty of all the calm and relaxing thoughts. So rather than your obsessive thought, I want you to think of something positive that you can say to yourself. Something like, I can be calm and relaxed. Something easy to rem remember that you can keep repeating to yourself that's giving that part of your mind, your unconscious part of your mind, which we'll talk about in further podcasts, direction of how you want to be in the future. That's right. And as you say, I'm, um, what about, or maybe you could say, I'm learning to be calm and relaxed. You can actually, as you let your mind empty of all your thoughts, you can then focus on your breathing. Just be aware of your breathing. Maybe focusing on your chest or your tummy as it lifts and falls, just to help you to stay focused and not listen to any of the thoughts. And do this for about 30 seconds <laughs> after the stop sign. And then if you find that that distressing thought comes back in, then what you're going to do is you're going to do it all over again. You're just going to shout, stop, get lost, bring up that, that red stop sign, snap your rubber band or click your fingers. That's right. And then you're going to do it again without the timer this time. So while thinking about that negative thought, you're going to shout, stop, get lost, shout it out loud, get lost, and then bring up your big stop sign, click your fingers or, or pinch your rubber band. And then once you've got into the swing of doing that and you succeed in stopping the thought a few times, then what you're going to do is you're going to, rather than shouting at the voice, stop and get lost, you're just going to say it in your normal voice and go through the same pattern, but with your normal voice. So when you're aware, when you have that negative thought that comes in, you're just going to shout stop in a normal voice, get lost in your normal voice. So that's the next time you're going to do it. And then once you've got that, and you've done that a few times, the next time you're going to do exactly the same thing again, but you're going to do it in a whisper. You're going to go, stop, get lost. Bring up your red stop sign, pinch your rubber band, and do that same pattern again. Okay? And the very last thing that you're going to do is, this time, when you're aware of that negative thought, you are going to shout in your mind to yourself, and get lost inside your head this time. And then when you can achieve this successfully, that means that you can stop thoughts dead when you're out in public and nobody will know what you're doing. And what is a good way to be able to become more aware of your thoughts is to begin to 
write down these thoughts to help you to clarify them and therefore for you to be able to challenge them because if we're not aware of them then we won't be making any of these changes so it's really important that you go through this and you keep practicing this and make it into another new positive habit to start to break the cycle of the negative chitter chatter that's constantly running throughout your head. Okay, good. Well, thank you for listening to this podcast and I'll look forward to speaking to you in the next podcast. The Bulimia Sucks podcast with Kate Hudson-Hall, playing now on all the main platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher for Android, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and here. Play Bulimia Sucks, the podcast with Kate Hudson-Hall. Bulimia Sucks but you don't. Kate has just released a new best-selling book called Anxiety Hacks with proven techniques, tools, and tips to calmness. Check it out now on Amazon.